Hello. Welcome to Showing Up Messy. This is the podcast about the messy parts of life, the creative process, whatever you're in. It's about the messy parts of it because that's where all of the juicy stuff happens is in the parts that we think aren't supposed to be going how they're going. I'm going to come up with a new tagline for this show every single week, probably until one feels really right. And that one's probably not going to be it exactly. Um, welcome back. Today, I'm recording this the day before Thanksgiving. And all day, so this is Wednesday, the 27th of November in the year 2019. And all day today, I was just thinking about how I probably wouldn't feel inspired enough to record a podcast episode. Um, which was funny. I was talking to a friend about, she was like, she overheard two people meeting, like these two women were meeting and exchanging Instagram information. And one was like, well, this is my Instagram handle, but, um, yeah, you can follow me, but I look really happy on there and I'm not actually happy in real life. And, um, that's just, I mean, very typical, refreshing to admit. Um, but I often find myself in that position as well. Even just sharing on this podcast, I feel like I, I like to share things that feel uplifting to me and, it's not because I want to be perceived as my life being perfect. That's the last thing I want because that can feel so isolating and, uh, you know, just nobody's life is perfect. Um, but I believe in showing up with all of the, well, obviously, okay, let me just tell you again what showing up messy means. It's like showing up as all of yourself. And so that's what I intend to do here. And I realize though that the things I talk about are oftentimes things that I've processed through. I'm not like going to show up with my raw wounds hanging out just like, hey, does anyone have a Band-Aid? That's not like really appropriate sharing material for the whole world. Like for some people, yes. So I actually, my struggle, my challenge is to um, really direct my shares appropriately. And sometimes I actually tend to undershare. That would be surprising for a lot of people listening, but I tend to undershare the things that actually feel quite tender and, and vulnerable. Um, because I almost feel, I almost feel like every time I share things I'm, I'm sharing with the whole world, but it's actually possible to, um, create intimacy with a person and share, um, what's a bit more, tender and, and vulnerable and still not all the way processed. Um, it's really, that's, yeah, that's been a really, um, big thing that I've been working on recently is noticing when I have a need to share something that's more, um, where it's, it's almost like I, I want to wait until I know, what I need to hear before I share something with, with someone else. And it's like, Oh, it's actually okay to just be a mess or be whatever you are. Um, there was a great, I went to a, 
So let me walk you through my day that felt uninspiring. Um, it wasn't just that it was uninspiring. It was that I was feeling lonely. I was feeling like sad and sad to not be at home for the holidays. I mean, but that's kind of funny because I've, I haven't been in California, which is where I'm from. I haven't been there for Thanksgiving for like five years, probably. Definitely. That's the math. It's been since 2014 since I've been home for the holidays for that, this one specific holiday. And I was feeling this like desire to be with people and to make a plan and to, yeah, I was, I guess I was feeling shy about reaching out to my friends and telling them what I needed or just, yeah, connecting with, with other people. I think I was feeling kind of isolated and lonely and I was feeling a little, I'm staying between friends places who are like the most generous, wonderful friends in the world. Um, but I was feeling a bit, you know, homeless cause I am by choice and like trying not to take up too much space in their, in their places, like putting my bag in like a tiny corner and just in general trying to be invisible. But yeah, it was kind of this anxiety provoking feeling of like, I, I need my own space and I don't belong anywhere. And what am I doing with my life? You know, just one of those days. Um, and I went to a, an anonymous meeting today, not anymore. Right. At least for whatever my part. Um, and we have this little book that's called just for today. One of the quotes in the just for today, little reading that we did was really helpful. I'm just going to read it now. It's by Ralph Waldo Emerson one of my favorite existential philosophers or writers. What is he? It's just a guy. He wrote self-reliance. I liked that in high school. Um, <laughs> it's not from high school. It's from just the world, but I liked it when I read it in high school. Um, so this is the quotation. People wish to be settled only as far as they are unsettled. Is there any hope for them? So that is, is very true for life in general. And it's like this lesson that I know and that I keep learning over and over again. Like any time that I have the feeling that I'm like, oh God, no, everything's wrong. Like, why am I feeling anxious? This isn't how I, I must be doing something wrong. And then it's like, oh wait, I can actually just recognize that this is me going through some sort of change or some sort of alchemy is happening inside of me, which feels unsettling and getting comfortable with the feeling of discomfort, which is a thing a lot of people say, I'm sure, but it's, and it sounds kind of cliche, but it's true. It's like, that's what acceptance really means. And it's, it's not just like a reluctant acceptance, like, Oh God, I guess I got to accept my anxiety. But this kind of acceptance where you're like, Oh, this is what's supposed to be happening right now. Like if you just take yourself one little notch away from your experience right now, like if you just take yourself, zoom out like 30 feet and look at you in your life and it's like a movie and you're like, yeah, this is the part of the movie where she's just stressed out and is like 
eating grapes and a hot chocolate all over New York. Like that's what I was doing. I just kind of like went from one snack to another snack as I walked several blocks trying to like find the right thing to do. It was uh, such a day. I mean, <laughs> I was, it was just like very indecisive basically because I didn't know what I needed. And okay. So I'm telling you about my day, right? Okay. So I, I went to, um, I went to this meeting and then I walked with a friend for a little bit. I was like, should I go to yoga? And I was like, no, I just want to go to yoga to feel better. But like, that's not a bad reason to go to yoga, but I was too late for it anyways. So, um, I got, I got grapes. I already mentioned the grapes. And, um, and then I went to Michael's, um, cause I was going to mail, I needed a card to mail with a little gift that I was sending. And instead of buying a card, I bought 80 cards because as I was there, I had this idea that I really wanted to go to a public place in New York to offer people like to write cards that I would then mail for them to anybody that they wanted to mail it to. And this seems like a good idea. Well, it does. It still seems like a good idea. I, I really like this idea for a few reasons. One was like, I was trying to acknowledge how I was feeling. I was, I was acknowledging how I was feeling, which was lonely and disconnected. And here's the, here's what Pima Chodron and all of the Buddhists would say is that any of your suffering is actually a connection to all of human suffering. And so anything that you can experience in your life is actually something that other people experience as well. And so it connects you to all of humanity whenever you're feeling any sort of suffering and also good things too, you know, that connects you to other people, but any feeling that you're having connects you to all of humanity. And so, um, creating something that would be what I wish would be out in the world, like another, an opportunity to connect with someone that I love. Um, I was like, well, how can I, this is a way of bringing it to the other people too, that might be feeling this way. Um, I didn't think about it all the way in all of those, through all of those steps in the moment. I was just like, well, I'll just buy 80 cards right now. This seems right. Um, but now I see how if I am noticing that I need something, I'm probably not the only person in the world that needs or would benefit from that thing. Um, so fast forward, I go, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm going to Madison Square Park. I'm going to set up a table to offer people these cards. And it immediately starts raining. And I was like, I can't just put paper out in the rain. This wouldn't, this doesn't make sense. I'll just wait it out. And then this guy from UNICEF walks over and he's like, can I talk to you for a little bit? And I was gonna say no because I just in general I'm very impressionable and my policy is like I don't I just don't give people money if I'm not already planning on doing it in general that's just a good rule for me because I need boundaries and so but I was like Katie you've just been wanting to like connect with people and this person really wants to connect with you I'm just laughing at myself it's like he doesn't really 
now he does. He wants to connect with me so that, you know, I'll help him with his thing. It's not just helping him. It's helping, you know, children who are hungry get nutrients. Like I understand 88% of their, of their donations go directly to people in need. We've talked a lot about it anyways. So he comes up to me and we're, I like listen to everything he says and, and he tells me a lot and I tell him about my boundaries and then I'm like, but I'll make an exception. (laughs) Um, and then, (laughs) and then I was like, and then I just started crying. (laughs) I was like, you're going to earn this. And I'm like, you know, I've just been feeling really like, like lonely today. And this really means a lot to me. Like just not that I need to pay someone to talk to me ever. I mean, I don't, I have, there's so many people to talk to. Um, but yeah, I was just telling, I was just really grateful for the interaction. Um, and then, and then he was like, well, did you wake up today and get to breathe fresh air? And I was like, yeah, he was basically trying to get me out of the dumps by being like, look how grateful you should be. And I was like, I know about gratitude. Okay. (laughs) But I still let him give me a pep talk. (laughs) And it's, you know, it's true. I can get kind of, I always feel like I'm like, I know when it comes to like, being grateful for all the things I have, but really, truly, there's so much to be grateful for that I don't even, oh my God, there's like levels of gratitude that I'm like, definitely not penetrating as deeply as I could be. Like in this, I don't even want to go through it. I'm like probably going to cry if I go there, which would be great for the podcast. (laughs) You know, I just, I have a, a warm bed I'm sleeping in. I'm, actually I'm like very cozy right now I have fresh drinking water I have this microphone in my hand (laughs) okay there's a lot of things I don't really feel like I'm not really in the mood to get grateful right now (laughs) I'm grateful that I'm like making myself laugh I hope maybe I'm making I can't tell if I'm making anyone else laugh but if uh, one person's laughing that's enough and it's me. (laughs) So, okay. We haven't even really scratched the surface. So I sign up for the UNICEF thing and it's really lovely. Like I would actually, I'm, I'm so grateful that I'm in a position where I can donate money to charity. I feel, I feel very grateful that I'm able to do that. And it's the day before Thanksgiving. Like I'm not gonna not do that. Right. That's just a no brainer. If we're watching the movie of my life, it's like, who, what kind of Scrooge am I? If I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, and no judges, if you don't do that, I don't normally do that because I'm like, I would either give everyone my money or it just would, it just wouldn't work well. I'm just really impressionable. So I like to sleep on things. I really need to sleep on things all the time. If I make a decision in the moment, I always feel good about just about everything in the moment. So I need to make sure I feel good about it 10 moments from then, or like a bunch more moments after that, hundreds of moments after I need to still feel good about the thing, Um, depending on the level of the thing. You know what I'm saying. So fast forward, I didn't do the card thing, but I have the cards with me. And then I was just feeling 
sad and I talked to some friends about how I was feeling a little bit sad about being alone on Thanksgiving and I like reached out to a couple friends and very quickly have now have plans for tomorrow for Thanksgiving and I'm really grateful that I have friends that I can go hang out with and yeah it was just a good it was just great it's I I don't know how I forget this all the time like oh right you can just call people and talk to them on the phone and then you feel better like I talked to my mom for over an hour today probably and it was so nice I don't know sometimes I put like all this pressure on myself to just feel better on my own before I go out there into the world and emerge radiant and lovely which is the whole like I look happy on Instagram but I'm very sad it's like how do we how do we formulate like an authentic presence in the world so it's not just like a fake depiction of happiness none of my happiness is inauthentic like I feel very happy right now and it's authentic happiness but like I don't share from a place of feeling insecure because I would just be transmitting the energy of insecurity to other people. And I think it makes sense not to do that, but like it should, that's just a disclaimer in general. I guess I'm an, I'm an advocate for like airing your insecurities to people you're close to. And I guess the, where the place that I draw the line for where I share is like pretty close to me. I'm very open in general. I don't know how much I'm sharing. I don't know. I I can't even really think about anything. I haven't shared anything that vulnerable, I guess, on this. But like that's just to my up to my standards. But like I'm always happy to show or to talk about any stories of mine or anything that I've gone through to help other people feel less alone and also like demystify the human experience because we all kind of feel like we're the only ones experiencing suffering at least in when we're in the heat of suffering and so having that reminder that like no that those feelings are actually what connect you most strongly to the rest of the world is just a nice thing to remember and honestly like if you ever have the thought like I can never tell anyone about this. It's probably something that would make an excellent stand-up joke. That's just how you know it's a good it's good material. Anything that you're like, well, I'm never telling anyone. The answer is tell everybody on stage into a microphone. You're welcome. Okay. This wasn't <laughs> I actually had a plan for this episode and I haven't gotten to it yet, but I guess the plan was talking about my day. And um, one part of my day was I reached out to my friend, Philip, who I wanted to, I wanted to talk about him as a person. I'm doing the thing where I talked to him about the fact that I would talk about him on the podcast. And I feel like I kind of blew my load of like, I'm going to say all of these great things about you on the podcast. Here's a story about Philip. I'm just going to go. Let's just jump right in. Um, Philip is a friend of mine who I met through Hinge, which is a dating app um, about a over a year ago, definitely a year and over a year and a half ago. Let's call it 
a year and three quarters ago, perhaps. And maybe more, two years ago, whatever. Does it matter? I just remember, I'm just, the reason why I would say two years ago is because one of our dates we went on was ice skating at Bryant Park, which is my favorite thing. Ice skating in general. It's not, I mean, it's up there. I have a lot of favorite things. Okay. So, and that's why, like, but the season for ice skating really extends into the, in, like, post-Christmas. So that's why I say a year and three-fourths ago, you don't care about the numbers. It doesn't matter, but I care. Um, but we met on this dating app, and he was immediately like, wow, you seem very interesting. I can, it's, you're, you're, um, <laughs> what did he he was really attracted to the fact that I was starting to brew my own kombucha because he too was interested in that. And he showed up to maybe our first, maybe our second date with a, a kombucha brewing jar that I could use. It was like, it was incredible. We, it was Philip added value to my life in every, at every single turn of this, whatever relationship friendship it's a real it's a relationship a friendship is a relationship um and so yeah it was quite it was really interesting we just like got along really well and we're and he was so um he's such an interesting person he was really into memory <laughs> oh my god okay i'm just remembering who knows if I'm going to include anything that I just said about Philip. It's not very succinct, but he was so into, um, at the time we met, he was into memorizing numbers and like seeing how many numbers he could remember in a string. And he explained the whole process to me as we were ice skating in Bryant park. And like, it was fascinating. It was just fascinating to me that he was fascinated by it. And um, what else? He was also into memorizing poetry. Oh my gosh. And on our first ever date, I was telling him my life story, as one does. And he was like, oh, I think I I have a poem. I have a poem I think you'll like. And he showed me this poem and it's become my favorite poem. Um, and this was just after talking about the experience of like feeling of having had an eating disorder and, um, just that feeling of being dissociated from my body and being in a relationship where I wasn't really listening to my intuition and really reconnecting with my intuition and recovery and learning and, you know, connecting with a higher power in that way. All of those things. Really casual first date conversation. <laughs> if you've ever been on a date with me, you probably know. Um, and if you haven't, now you know anyways. So he whips out this poem by David Walcott. It's called Love After Love. And I will read it to you now because it is beautiful. And poetry is meant to be read. It's meant to be heard orally. So here we go. 
love after love. The time will come when, with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes, Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit. Feast on your life. Mmm, it's so beautiful. I just love that imagery. I love that it's a feast, too. It's like a feasting on the richness of your experiences. It's also like, it literally is a perfect poem for someone recovering from an eating disorder. <laughs> um, or just for any person, in my opinion. So, yeah, my friendship with Philip is one that I'm very grateful for. We definitely have a pick up where you left off kind of friendship. Um, it's funny. So we did, we started out dating each other Um pretty casual. <laughs> Is this casual? Just like, Hey, here's your, here's a poem that's going to make you cry on our first date. Like, is that a casual dating experience for me? Yes, I guess. <laughs> but I was like, wow, this, if you make me cry on a date, you're just a shoe in like you're, you're in, you're great. Okay. That's probably, <laughs> like a terrible thing to say you can't just have that be a standard I've also dated somebody who told me I'm gonna make you cry every day and it's it's honestly I took it really well like in a good way but then upon further reflection it's like you know there's other things I would like to do every day laugh <laughs> what about laughter what about oh god I wanted to make a, see, I still get weird. I get, I, I get weird about sharing about sexual things. Cause I was going to say, I'll just tell you what I was going to say. Like, what about, I want to make you come every day. That's a nice thing to hear. But then I was like, Oh no, mom's going to hear the podcast, but mom, you get it. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyways. Um, oh, I'll hear about that later. Where were we? Oh, Philip. We're back to Philip. Um, yeah, so we started out dating. And then we just kind of realized, we're like, wow, we get along great, but not really romantically. Like there's a just a disconnect. It's kind of like we're, it's a weird toggle switch that doesn't quite toggle to the other setting. And um yeah, it was just the funniest realization because we were both just talking about this. Like, and and Philip goes, "It's almost like if we were in an arranged marriage, this would be great." <laughs> and it's true. It's like, yeah, on paper we really get along well, and we would learn to love each other 
completely like we could be married we would just be one of those couples that would be like just squirting out children squirting out children who says that it's I've meant popping out children but I I I didn't say that I said (laughs) oh my gosh my best friend Emily had a baby today Emily ah (laughs) I don't know if you're listening but it doesn't matter (laughs) this is um this is a a warm, loving shout out to your zero days year old daughter, Elizabeth Marie Wright. And I didn't even ask, is her middle name Marie? Because my middle name's Marie. (laughs) You don't have to answer that. I'm going to assume the answer is of course, yes. And um, (laughs) I'm just going to be very honored and uh, grateful to secretly know that truth. Um, I'm so excited for you. Oh my God. A baby is born today. A lot of babies have been born today, but that one is the one I'm most excited about. Oh my goodness. Wow. Such good news. I just can't believe how this day has turned around. This day has become a slumber party with myself and I'm just so excited. I feel surrounded by love. I feel like really happy. I feel like I could have been really sad. Why would I be sad? My best friend had a baby. Um, she's in an echelon of best friends. I say best friend for like a lot of people, but there's, it's a really, okay. I don't, I don't need to explain my best friendships with you, but I do say the word best friend, which used to be, I just want to talk about this because I used to feel like if an adult person uses the word best friend, I feel like it's asking for a friend breakup, right? Like it's almost like you're creating a really high pressure situation where there's like expectations. And so I really shied away from using the words best friend in the past. Um, but like the way that I, what I mean when I say best friend, it's just somebody who's like going to be my friend for life. And I don't, and they can't do anything to ruin it. Like there's nothing. It's like the opposite of expectations. It's almost like there are no expectations and like you can't mess it up because it's already, it's just permanence. It's just permanent best friend. Like you're in, once you're in, you're in, you're in. There's no like, you cannot call me for an entire calendar year. You're still you're still in there. Like Emily, oh my God, one of my favorite moments moments, memories, a moment of that's in my memory, uh, with Emily was we were, we were roommates in college freshman year. And there was this afternoon very early on in our careers as college freshmen, where we just laid down on our beds, which were next to each other, but you know, with like four feet in between. And we're just like laying on our beds upside down. So like our heads were hanging off of the sides and looking at each other and then and just laughing uncontrollably at how ridiculous our faces looked upside down but really they were right side up but upside down to each other and like we would just do that and and laugh for minutes that felt like hours and they must have sounded like hours because we would get noise complaints from our down the hall roommates like we would get noise complaints for just laughing at our faces 
and everyone else was like drinking and doing those things, which is fine too. But that was like our, that was our rager staring at each other's upside down, right side up faces. Emily has a baby. What a great day. Okay. Lots to be grateful for. I know I'm going to publish this the day after Thanksgiving, but guess what? There's still more to be grateful for. There always is. And I haven't even gotten to the most fun part of why I brought Philip up, which is because, um, well, one, he invited me over for Thanksgiving and I'm very excited to go to his, um, his Thanksgiving feast. And then he also followed it up immediately with, I also have this really great idea to go, um, to get a card table and a sign and just sit in the subway and give away free advice for people. And I was like, well, I just got a pack of 80 greeting cards that I would love to give out to people to write letters to people that they love or that they've fallen out of touch with. Can we combine forces? And he said, yes. (laughs) So we've just been planning this ridiculous adventure. I'm emailing Craigslist people for card tables because apparently the table is very important. So we have something to lean on in case we get tired. Um, and yeah, we're going to have this adventure on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, um, which sounds really fun and extra stuff to connect with people on, right? Like how great, what a turnaround today has been truly. So I'm, I'm just introducing this as well as like a pre, um, a pre advice give. And it's not really advice. We just want to be clear that we may give advice. So we want to make sure it's solicited advice. So it's like, here's, we're just a couple of uninvolved third parties that you can tell all of your sticky situations to, and we are happy to chime in. That's what we're going to do in the subway. We're going to put that on a sign in a really succinct way not on the subway but like in the subway uh, platform on a platform you can't be really in a platform prepositions am I right so yeah that's gonna be the day after Thanksgiving which will be the day after tomorrow which will be today because you're possibly listening to this on Friday or some other time in the future in which all this talk all this talk is just, it's just for fun. Um, I hope that you have a beautiful day, whatever day it is for you. And however you're feeling, I hope that you can really feel into it and feel into how it connects you with every other person in the world. Because you are not alone. Any feeling that you have is one that many people are having at the same exact time as you. And maybe you're going to be the first brave person to talk about how you're feeling. And all the other people will come out of the woodwork saying, hey, I feel like that too. I was going to say me too, but we it has other implications. But the implications are actually the same. It's just you understand. It's a different kind of me too movement. This is like maybe the same here movement of just like, we're all connected by all of our feelings. Amazing. Okay. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for being here. It's such an honor to 
be in your ears and to have shared these past, what, 40 minutes, maybe a little less if I do some snipping around. Um, It's been lovely to share this time with you. And as always, please reach out anytime uh, you want to. If you have ideas for what you would like me to talk about, I'll entertain them. Um, If you just want to be my friend, great. If you are my friend and you want to say hi, great. I love all of those things. Um, If you're my friend and you're like, are we still friends? Because Katie hasn't contacted me in a long time. (laughs) Chances are yes. Um, I just sometimes forget that I should call people that I love. Um, So yeah. Okay. Great. Um, and this is Katie. My name's Katie Barbaro because I didn't say it yet. And you can find me on Instagram at, at Katie Barb, K-T-I-E-B-A-R-B or a lot of other places. Um, I don't need to, this is my first time trying to do contact information at the end of my episodes. And I just, I don't know. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right, but it feels how it feels. So <laughs> It feels how it feels. I'm going to go ahead and accept it. I hope you do too. Have a great rest of your day, rest of your week, rest of your life. Love you. Bye.